1: Plus sales tax and activation fee. Not valid for current T-Mobile network numbers or numbers active on Metro in past 90 days. See store for details and terms and conditions.
0: Hello Internet, I'm fireball And I'm the Orbiter. And welcome to Breaking Box episode 12? 12. Yes. Uh, before we get started, we now have merch. And oh, yeah. we actually technically have, in your time, like... Pretty soon after episode 10, but this is now when we're properly announcing it on the channel, so there you go. Go over to the website and you'll
1: find a store page. It'll be just- too late for them to take advantage of the uh, 15% off in the first two weeks, won't it? Yeah, so why is that, yeah? So you missed the boat there. You, If you'd been signed up to the uh, website and to our Facebook page, you would have known. Exactly. Anyway, yeah, so... There'll be offers from time to time. On there we've got uh, just
0: the Breaking Dad logo and a BD logo. For At now. the
1: moment. But by the time you see this, there may well be more. Who doesn't want a Breaking Bollocks baby bib? Um, People who aren't baby grow. Pa- parents. Or a series killer's baby grow.
0: Again, people who aren't parents.
1: Hang on. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're quite right. Or <laughs> well, babies, to be honest. Don't know why the baby would be able to buy it. Mm. Speaking of which, I heard today that Mike Myers is making a third... Baby. Another, a fourth. Another Austin Powers <laughs> film that be before, wouldn't it? How is that speaking of? Because he goes, yeah, baby. Mike Myers is making a third baby. And there's going to be a third Bill and Ted.
0: Okay. Anyway, also, uh, in your world of publishing, well, when this is released, I will have turned 15.
1: (laughs) I thought you were going to say 50 then. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's how long this is going to take to get You'll have turned 15 what? Years old. Ah, okay. And will you be any more mature? I doubt it. Anyway,
0: on with the show. Today, we are talking about the games industry, as you can probably see from the title.
1: You're assuming they can read. Do they not just play games all day and watch videos or listen to podcasts? I thought
0: you were going to say something else then. But.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh.
0: That's our t- key demographic. Is it? Sure. Anyway, on with the show. Uh, yes, the games industry. What would you like to start with?
1: I have no idea.
0: I'd like to talk about VR. I want one
1: of them. One of one of VR. <laughs> yeah, I want one of them. I want a VR. <laughs> I've got a plush new Samsung Galaxy S nine phone, and I want a, a gear VR. I know it's not full Oculus, but it's run by Oculus. It's all the Oculus software works on it. So, um, mm.
0: I was actually uh, doing a bit of research on that recently because, um, at some point when I have more money. I would like to get a. Well, I'd also need the money for a decent gaming PC rather than one o'clock. Maybe well, we should mention latter. our
1: Patreon page. Yes. <laughs> Fund that and you will see VR videos. Yeah. Eventually. Yeah. Investing in the future of your channel. Your channel? Yeah. Well, it's, it's for them. We don't. Well, we do do it for us, but.
0: Transparency. Anyway. what? what?
1: That doesn't matter. Transparent VR. That would be good. You know, you like you get transparent pings and stuff, but like not VR. What do they call it? Uh, uh, enhanced reality. Because I mean, like VR, you're in an enclosed mask thing, but enhanced reality.
0: What's, in a, trans- what's a transparent ping? Uh,
1: it's a uh, it's a uh, graphic. It's um. PNG. Yeah, we call them pings. I don't call them a ping. Well, what do you oh. call them? Prooms. No, you call the them PNG. GIFs. You call them gifs. You call them JPEGs. Yeah, what GIFs, do you do GIFs, when you get to PNG? If it has a vowel in it, then it works. You don't call it a JPG file, do you? No, because it, there's an e in there. That well, yeah, originally, but the actual file extension doesn't have an e in it. There's no i in a PNG file. No, there's no e in a JPG file either. Yes, there is. It's, it's JPEG.
0: Because of the knee,
1: there. Actually, we've got a graphics designer in the room. Was there originally a JPEG get file? Your, get I know JPEG file. is the, um, or has it always been just JPG? They often
0: JPEG with an E. I think. Exactly.
1: Yeah, but you don't like if you're referencing a file that hasn't got the E in it. You don't say JPG, do you? You say JPEG still.
0: Yeah, because that's what version. the long version is. There's no long version of PNG that has okay. an I in it, right? Is yeah, that? We say JPEG, but it's JPEG, but it can also be
1: JPG or just JPE. Ooh, that confuses things. <laughs> yeah. kind of Maybe, would you call them PNG Japes?
0: Or exactly. There's no I there. Do you call it a puns?
1: Okay, well, I think this should go to a vote from the viewers. I think we should put a poll out there. Who who out there calls them pings?
0: Well, half of them are my friends, so they're probably going to vote for you. Well, <laughs> there you go I, then. I, no? I have to say, I call them PNGs. Yeah, the graphics designer calls it a PNG, so you're wrong. <sighs> <laughs> I just made you a cup of tea as well. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah, VR, right. I was doing a bit of research on. Whether the Vive or the Oculus is better, and the well, I'll pull up the article. Well, I was looking at.
1: if the past is anything to go by, the um, inferior format will probably win because VHS beat Betamax. Um.
0: Yeah, but I don't care. I just care which is better.
1: Yeah, yeah, but uh, better in what sense? You're talking about technically better or will well, be better for getting content.
0: The HTC Vive is a Steam thing. It's... Right. It's done in collaboration with HTC and Steam. They work together on this. And Steam has a lot of experience in games, so I expect... They'll be better at and getting game. They've got a, a good.
1: Um, they've got a good background there. Well, they've yeah, they've got a good um, outlet for it as yeah. well. And software release few, platform.
0: They've made a few things for it. I think. Mm. Well, they Can made you can you more get more Oculus Rift game. stuff on Steam as well or not? You can get Oculus Rift stuff on Steam. It's just yeah. Uh, I think there might be exclusives. From what I could tell in here, it says somewhere that uh, I mean, in terms of the actual sort of graphics and stuff they're fairly equal in that sense but from what i can tell the main thing that sold it for me was um well uh the vive is a little bit heavier but that's because it's got a bunch more sensors on it so that makes me think that the tracking though, better i um and that's what really matters in a vr game i think other than being able to actually see it enough to not hurt your eyes
1: I think the the cost, uh, I mean, the thing with the Samsung Gear VR for me is that you can get one at the moment for 80 quid, um, the latest one. And I think that will make a big difference to the spread of VR because if people, I mean, the, these are obviously going to be better devices um, that are tailor-made for it, but, you know, you're talking several hundred pounds, aren't you? Which most people won't be prepared to, especially on a fairly experimental level kind of um, platform, but they will come it, down. Yeah, but they'll only come down when the market becomes saturated enough to justify that. And and I think that'll happen through the cheaper avenues being available. And I think the thing with the Gear VR as well, for me, apart from it being cheaper, is that what do you um,
0: mean the market becoming saturated? No.
1: Well, not oversaturated. I mean, I mean where there's enough demand. Okay. Um... But the thing with the uh, the thing that the only thing that I'm slightly um, not so so um, fussed with uh, with the Gear VR is that I think there's only one controller. Yeah. Um, and it does. I I do think it would probably need two to be.
0: I mean, it works all right for like some experiences, like just being able to move the stuff about in front of you.
1: Without I wonder having whether actually a keyboard. See, thinking about that, I mean, I was thinking one of the uses that would interest me would be of, of um like the 360 degree video stuff and 3D films and stuff like that. I wonder whether that's more of a market for the um for the sort of mobile phone lower end. And, the, and it'll be the gamers that go for the, you know, for the proper sort of expensive malarkey.
0: Anyway, this article on tech radar, is one I'm looking at.
1: How does it hook up? Uh, what do you mean? Is it self-contained or does it do, does it um link to a PC or anything like that?
0: Both are linked to a PC as far right. as I'm aware. Okay. <laughs> Hang on. Oh also apparently um Facebook are funding Oculus. Which might be interesting, but Facebook mm. haven't done much in the way of games other than the web browser stuff, so
1: No, but uh uh, I would, I would imagine, because they're trying, they're trying to get into sort of live streaming video and and all that kind of thing, and people do post um, videos from gigs and stuff like that. Um, I wonder whether or not they will be yeah, more towards probably, like sort of live concert yeah, experiences and stuff.
0: But I'm more interested in the gaming, and well, that's if, what this is about. This podcast, isn't it? So. Yeah. <laughs> so i I would personally go for the Vive.
1: What, um, but
0: I don't think it makes that much difference.
1: What kind of games I mean I've seen some of the uh sort of NerdCube videos and stuff that you watch featuring some of this stuff and and some of it I mean some of it's probably quite quite dated now, but uh a lot of it was like um graphics packages and stuff where you're sort of painting stuff with paint tools and things like that. And um what kind of games would be best suited to VR and what is available now? Um Probably ones that
0: do involve a more compact space because movement in VR is always a bit glitchy. Like um, Bethesda, the people that make Fallout and Skyrim, fairly recently re- released Fallout VR and Skyrim VR. But the way that you moved in that meant that a lot of the mechanics got broken. Like, say, there was a locked door. You could basically teleport through it by just poking your head through it. <laughs> because that door doesn't actually exist in your world. It's, it's so you can literally go thing. through it. Mm. Yeah. But it's, it's you know, I think VR can get a pass in some places simply because of just how awesome it is to be in that world.
1: And cert- Well, certainly in the development phase. I mean, there'll be Although, that they will. Although,
0: I tell you, I do not want to play Skyrim VR because those spiders terrifying <laughs> me when they're on the screen... I don't want to actually fight them in front of my face. That would that would be terrifying. Do you think I would just or, flail at them? Actually, and die. I mean, I was
1: I was about to to ridicule you for that and say it's only a Spider, but then I was just thinking I really wouldn't want to be peering off the edge of a building. Oh yeah, <laughs> Google Earth uh, has a VR thingy. Uh,
0: It's free, actually, I think, if you have VR. Most people don't, but... Where you you can literally go to the top of buildings. I mean, the modelling's a bit off because they're not going to perfectly model every single building. But it's still terrifying to just be up that high, I
1: think. I'm bad enough when you see them videos of engineers climbing up the antenna towers to fix something at the top to replace a bulb or something. Or, like, you get these people that... Like, balance along the edge of buildings, and oh god, it actually makes me feel physically sick watching stuff like that. (laughs) But you see, that would be the best prank, though.
0: If I'd managed to get you into there somehow, pushing you off there, you would shit yourself (laughs) there and then. Why
1: would you want me to shit myself?
0: Okay, well, maybe not literally, maybe literally. I don't know
1: how scared you really are of heights, but. The, I mean, the, it would be hilarious. Not seriously, be, you seriously be scared they, for life. There must be, um, there must be certain things. I mean, like for instance, I know when they're designing thrill rides at theme parks, they have to take into account the physical um, impacts of what they're putting people through, and then they must, they must be having to look at what kind of because um, you know a lot of people suffer from mild or even severe vertigo, which. Could be really quite heavily affected by confusing visual imagery going on. Well, you, I think, especially if you stood up while you're doing it. I think someone that was
0: scared of that sort of thing might be wary of that. Mm. Yeah, I mean you're not, but you don't particularly <laughs> care because you're strapped in for some. I don't. I don't get that because, like, if, for most people that I've met that are scared of heights, they hate roller coasters. But you, you're terrified of heights, and you're a fucking nutter for them. Yeah. What is it about that?
1: I don't know. But that, um, I don't know what you'd call it, sky swing, sky coaster thing that we did a few years back, that was ace. Just being like, holed up 250 feet, looking straight down in a harness. That's and then having I mean, you're scared of heights. heights, but I was terrified it's, by that. It's the thrill of confronting your fears, mm-hmm. um, but in a safe environment. So, like, VR would work for that, though? Yeah, but it still makes me feel sick when I see somebody else doing it. But then maybe it's because I can't control what's going to happen there.
0: Mrs Orbiter is gesturing her hand to pitch in.
1: No, but it it can cause... uh, um, uh, Yeah, I was talking about the dizziness from... If
0: you couldn't hear that because our mics aren't exactly directed, she said that vertigo isn't the fear of heights.
1: Yeah, I mean, for Vertigo, I was it? talking more is about it acrophobia,
0: um, disorientation, no, that's the fear of acrobats. I think uh, fear of heights. This is slightly off-topic from the game industry. I mean,
1: ah, oh, that would be Ace though, because you know, uh, don't, do you know about the Hitchcock? um it is acrophobia technique, the Hitchcock camera technique that he kind of pioneered when he did the film Vertigo, which was done from sort of a high building? But if mm-hmm. you did that in VR, that would be really Freaky, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Well,
0: I, I haven't. It's where the perspective the
1: stretches out in front oh, of that. you. Yeah, because they they kind of pull the camera back while zooming in at the same time at the same rate, and it just makes the perspective stretch, which really messes with your head. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh Yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah. What
0: What sort of games do you like? Um.
1: Well, I, I I enjoy all sorts of games, but I mean, I I did for a for a time quite enjoy World of Warcraft, didn't I? Um, I was playing that for a while. Mm. Um, I mean, I like the sort of daft sort of time wasters that you get on your phone up to a certain point, but um, I always find that especially I Portal. Of,
0: yeah, that's good. Uh, especially um, if it's a free to play one. Often those are only daft time wasters for like I don't know maybe 10 15 minutes and then they start ramping it up so that you're already addicted well, yeah I mean the it was going to buy stuff this, there. Was,
1: this was the thing I was going to say that pisses me off about the games industry, but then you kind of the, the whole kind of microtransactions thing paid
0: for but, games are doing that and it pisses yeah me if well. a paid
1: for games doing it that's kind of bollocks. Uh, But I mean these ones that you're on your phone that you play for free and then you see people complaining because they can't get past a certain point or they can't get this that and the other you know that in the reviews section it's like oh well it's a really good game but it would be much better if it was free to do all the stuff in it it's like well how how do you expect them to actually make a living then and and be able to afford to produce (laughs) the games. But yeah, like you say, if you've already a lot paid of that stuff, I expect it to just be ads. But that was the thing that, will, that pissed me off about World of Warcraft, to a certain extent, was that you pay them for the game, and then you pay for the expansion packs, and then you've got to pay a monthly subscription to access the server as well. Right. So, I kind of, I mean, I'd probably still do it if I had the time. But, um, and I enjoyed the uh, what's his name, somebody McGee's Alice, the the Alice, uh, the freaky Alice in Wonderland ones. What, who? American McGee's Alice. Yeah. Did you play that? No, but I did see. I think there's a sequel as well. Yeah, I did there see is, you playing some of that, and it bizarre. Yeah, yeah, I liked that. Um, there was a there was a game that I really enjoyed playing. Actually, very dated now, but it was called Messiah. Um, uh, I don't know when it came out, but I was playing it in sort of the early two thousands. Um, what was that about you basically the game opened with a cutscene where you're um, an angel being thrown out of heaven by God because God's really pissed off at you for some reason you've been naughty (laughs) and you're this cheeky little angel that's basically telling God to fuck off so he kicks you out of heaven and you fall to earth and then um, you have the power to possess beings within the game and you do that by flying at the back of their shoulders and then you get into, you, you basically, if you see like a, a soldier or a, or a military person that you want to take over to, to achieve something, you fly at the back of their shoulders and, you, and you're and you possessing them and you can be that character for a while and you've got to do this, that and the other. And there's there's one bit in it where you can't figure out what you've got to do for ages and then you realise you've actually got to possess, you've got to get down this drain pipe into the sewers and you've actually got to possess a rat to get in there and get through to the other side. It's a really good game, but unfortunately it was one of those that I was absolutely impossible to beat the boss at the end. So I had to use cheat codes. Well, when you say impossible, you mean impossible for you. I wasn't that bad at it by then. I'd been playing for quite a lot of hours on that game by then.
0: Mm. To be honest, I'm not actually like great at games myself.
1: Yeah. It's, it's definitely an 18 though, that one. Um, Yeah, that doesn't stop me. No, I mean it's weird, isn't it? Though, I mean you'd think the eighteen games that you tend to play are the violence ones, but this was I was particularly saying that because there's like bits of it that take part in a strip club and stuff like that, and it's you tend to think of those as more kind of eighteen, but it's like, well, why is it more um, adult to see somebody take their clothes off than to blow their head off? (laughs) It's like, why is that more restricted? Yeah. But anyway,
0: that's uh, <laughs> how. Uh, how do you think
1: the age restrictions on games should be viewed? That's an interesting one. Oh, I, I sorry, I played Toontown for ages as well. Carry on. Um, <laughs> um, age restrictions is that um, fan run one still going? Do you know? Have a have a look. What was it called? Toontown rewritten. Rewr- yeah. What it was, it was run by Disney for years and then and it was a really quite a a cult kind of yeah cult kind of followed game it was this whole world set inside various different areas of toontown um and then they just shut it down and there's a if you look it up on youtube actually there's some really uh i don't know how, how much it would affect anyone who's not been in it but um yeah, there's some really upsetting scenes from the last day when the server was being shut down, because... Okay, I've just had to cut out a massive spoiler for something. Um, and that's all I'm going to say. because Anyway, it was really sad... Uh, at the end when they were shutting the server down because you could see the characters disappearing one by one and there were all the other characters that all massed in this middle kind of playground bit in Toontown to kind of say goodbye for the last time because they thought it was just shutting down for good. But I think some of the software developers that were originally involved in coding the game um, were as into it as a lot of the people that that subscribed to it. So they basically have done a a free-to-play revival of Disney's Toontown Online. And it's Ace, Toontown rewritten. And and we're going to Disney, aren't we? And they have a Toontown now. So I said, did, we should do the dance did, what? in Toontown. The dance, when you've defeated the cog. Oh, It's mental. Yeah, it's not doing that. I used to enjoy the racing in that. Um, speaking of which, yes, I very much enjoy uh, Mario Kart. And I used to play Super Mario a lot in earlier incarnations. I actually find Super Mario World really difficult, though. I thought this was going to be more one-sided for me telling him a lot of stuff. Yeah, but we're not talking... Well, we're not talking about the games industry. We're talking about games.
0: (laughs) Well, that's an undeniable part of
1: the games industry. It is, but I thought it would be more... I thought this was going to be more about the industry itself. Mm. Um, Do they have, like, gaming conventions and stuff, then, these games developers? They must have.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. Loads.
1: Yeah, we should go to some. They
0: have a the biggest one, I think, is E three. Right, well, that's actually
1: for developers because there's like esports well, and stuff. But that's I was going to bring this up, but I wouldn't be surprised players. if there was something quite major along those lines around Dundee area at some point because they have quite a developed sort of gaming
0: yeah the, thing going on there. The guy behind DMA Design, which is now Rockstar North, I believe. DMA design became was it DGA design? I can't remember
1: because I know when I was doing my sound production, it's DMA course, design. Um, they they were doing the Avid training courses, and there were two different paths you could take. One was like for music production, but the other one was for um, game audio production. And you can go down to I think it's Perth, which is near Dundee, and they they host it there. They do the the game audio side of it because mm-hmm. um, oh. it's quite a Was that something to do with Rockstar Games, did you say? Yeah,
0: uh, well, DMA Design was the original person behind Grand Theft Auto. Later on, after a few more games, also behind Lemmings.
1: Yeah, and one of the...
0: Uh, After a few more games, they got picked up by Take-Two. Apparently, and became the star. The,
1: uh, the games industry sort of development is quite well funded by the Scottish government because they, they know that it's a, um, a strong area, you know, mm. over there.
0: Uh, yeah, that's interesting. A lot of people, uh, you see a fair amount of older people sort of knocking off games that aren't I mean, they probably still play Wii games. Lemmings. I used to and play And mobile Lemmings. games, but then hypocritically say, oh, but other games aren't
1: worth it. I don't Crazy know. Taxi as well, I liked that. Sorry. You're just <laughs> spouting. I know, but um, you're making me think of all these games that I used to really enjoy playing. Mm, speaking of, uh,
0: well, kind of speaking of, Dara uh 8-Bit, go 8-Bit. Go 8-Bit, Yeah. But that features a lot of older games that are just quite
1: nice. Yeah, the Tomb Raider sequence makes me laugh. That must be on YouTube somewhere. Because yeah. that actually that that when I see that, it makes me feel a lot better about my lack of well, gaming skills.
0: The UK TV <laughs> thing probably has it in a clip somewhere.
1: Yeah. When you see somebody somebody famous on TV struggling to like for a long time. To, yeah. to pull a handle, basically. It makes me feel a lot better about some of our escapades. Mm. For those of you that are coming more from the podcast sort of end, um, I, it may be apparent already, but we we do our sort of channel, if you like, on YouTube and Twitch is this podcast thing. We do a couple of IRL things in real life. This and a sort of cardboard game thing. But then mm. the other four series that we do at the moment are like video gaming things. Um, go check them out. Subscribe on YouTube, please. Thank you. Carry on.
0: Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know how many people actually are well that haven't found us through YouTube or Twitch that are listening in podcast format, even if
1: you're not particularly into gaming. Um, you know, the focus isn't really so much on the games. I suppose it is with the review series that you do, isn't it? Yeah, but the ones that we do, um, Series killers, the ones that we do together are kind of uh they are just basically as ripping the piss out of each other, aren't they,
0: yeah, whilst playing a game and slightly talking about the so you don't so. have
1: to really be that interested in gaming to yeah enjoy it, but carry on,
0: yeah, the, the way that the actual sort of industry is perceived, a lot of people sort of knock it as for children or twenty something year olds right. in their basement,
1: yeah. But Which that's changing. Pisses me off. Greatly now. Because they're growing up. Those kids are growing up.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and a lot of video games are now beginning to be considered art, though.
1: Yeah. Well, there's a great amount. I mean, essentially, a lot of really good games that come out now and have a lot of money poured into them have the same kind of production value as Hollywood films. Yeah. But they've just got an interactive element to them. Um. Which I feel it it you couldn't exactly I mean
0: it's quite interesting to see when um games are made into movies, either they have to change a lot of the plot or it's shit. Yeah. Or both. Uh like um that Assassin's Creed movie I just didn't
1: get. What about the other way around? Do you think, how successfully do you think movie tie-ins? films can be made into games? It depends, uh a lot of the
0: movie tie-ins are shit, but then you get some really good ones like Spider-Man 2 on the PS2. I haven't played it, but I'm aware of how good it is.
1: Yeah, I really enjoyed it. I mean, it's not really a tie-in, but it's using movie characters. The Or uh, Enter
0: the Matrix, that's good.
1: The uh, Injustice, was it, that we played? That's got a lot of movie characters in it, but they're not. It's not really. I mean, it's kind of related, but and and the Lego stuff as well. That kind of has movie elements to yeah, it. But. but
0: that came out long before any of the other Justice League stuff came out. So yeah. The only ones that had really been seen in movies for that were um, Superman and Batman. Hmm. I don't. Know so I mean,
1: in anymore. terms of the popularity of gaming, I mean, I I really like the Tron films. Um, but you can see in the first Tron film and kind of sense it in the Tron legacy as well. Um, yeah, Tron's but it, just gaming the... was about arcades, wasn't it really back in the eighties? Yeah. Um,
0: what was the first
1: Tron film made in the eighties? Uh, I'm pretty sure it was. We should look at. It oh, up. It's pretty good for edit. the eighties. I know it was, um, it was highly praised One for the company
0: called Tron. It, yeah.
1: 1982. Oh. It was highly praised, Walt Disney that it was highly praised at the time because it was the first film to use um proper, I'm thinking of Tom proper CGI um you know.
0: Well Star Wars used to
1: found that. Only in the um special editions. Oh, right. The originals That's the only models and seen. blue screens and all that sort of stuff. I've, I've never seen the original. I've only seen the We've got them. We, we've got the despecialised versions. Harmy's despecialised editions. You should watch them sometime. Maybe. Yeah, but... I believe there was talk as well of when... Because now Disney have got the rights. They were going to be re-releasing the Blu-rays. There was talk that finally they may be including on the Blu-ray editions the original theatrical versions. I just get a thrill out of seeing the start of Star Wars four, where it doesn't say in "Star Wars four: A New Hope" on it; it just says "Star Wars" because they didn't know there were going to be any more when it came out.
0: On the the topic of the perception of games, a lot of uh, well, people who are idiots seem to blame like violence on games a lot. Yeah, more than anything, I think that's just an another excuse by people who are gun supporters to justify why
1: oh well it's not the fact that we don't have any decent gun but, control, you know, it's the fact that f- For me this happens. That that ties into the same principle we were talking about in our drugs discussion in that if you've got a propensity towards a particular um unstable characteristic already, then it can be exacerbated by Yeah. I mean like if you if you if you are if you have the potential to be a psychotic killer, oh, yeah. then playing games where you psychotically kill people is is going to make that yeah worse. But well, I don't think it. Causes I don't think it.
0: it would be that much worse, to be honest. But
1: no, and in actual fact, it may actually relieve the symptoms to a certain extent because you're getting some kind sort of cathartic release of those emotions.
0: I sometimes feel that. <laughs> yeah, that might be a worrying thing, but. <laughs>
1: Well, yeah, I, th- I think most people that, that play any game where you're kind of beating anyone up or shooting anyone, you do get a bit of a, a bit of a kick out of it. But it's it's not because it's you're not the same person. As, no, it's because you're pretending and you know that you can do it safely. <laughs> mm. You wouldn't be doing that if you were going around with a machine gun in public shooting people. Honest, you wouldn't be going yeah, yeah, take that fucking. <laughs> I think
0: it's just old people not understanding. That so ageist? No, yeah, but it's often older people <laughs> because there's um a rule that uh, Douglas Adams came up with uh, that if something is if a technology is in the world uh, when you're born, it's just a part of natural order things. It's just normal. Like the internet is for me, well, the World Wide Web. Mm. That concept. Uh, if anything is invented between the ages of 15 and 35 it's new and revolutionary and will change your life if it's invented after you're 35 it's against the natural order of things
1: i hope to high heaven that that doesn't make sense because i don't believe in heaven but anyway i hope that i there must there must be exceptions to that there must there be are. people who don't succumb to that and i just hope that I'm, I'm there rich.
0: are <laughs> there are a lot of exceptions to it it's just in general because uh, yeah is cause then- I suppose
1: there's a lot of there's a lot of um resentment of the use of smartphones among the older generations isn't there.
0: Yeah but then it's like everyone's using Would them.
1: I fit see when when did I get my first smartphone which which categ- which age group would I f- have fallen into when I got my first smartphone? I you think were... it was it was probably oh, a rough guess maybe about 2000 and...
0: The first one came out in 2007 I think. Did it. So it wasn't iPhone.
1: 2005 then. No. <laughs> um. So I would have been, I would have been over, th- uh, I would have been over thirty-five then. Which yes. is which is the age group that it should this be unnatural.
0: For hum, it's Douglas Adams, so it's humorous.
1: Yeah. But I'm just, I'm, ju- I'm just scared that I'll turn into a boring old fart because I don't want to. <laughs> What are you laughing at? Like you, you, you sound like you already think I am. No, you're one of the few interesting people. Wow, uh, that's not getting cut out. Firebolt said something nice.
0: Well, you're not afraid to act a twat, so you're interesting.
1: <laughs> Who says I'm acting? Well,
0: commit <laughs> acts that would show you to be a twat. <laughs>
1: I'm not embarrassed of the fact I'm a twat.
0: Exactly. <laughs> you don't try and hide it. Own it. Anyway, the game industry. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Forgotten about that. Uh, we slightly brushed over this with the, the use of microtransactions. That's what we're, they're called when you pay for something in game that isn't the game itself or expansion and DLC, but f- like paying for currency in a game. That sort of thing, or paying for extra lives, whatever those are called, microtransactions. Like I said, th- those are being introduced into uh, paid for games, full mm. price paid for games that could cost like upwards of forty quid. On they bike. always
1: seem to have like a mathematically worked out system as well, whereby whatever you buy never quite gets you to the. Next level, if you like, so you've got to then buy more to
0: that's probably because they've done a fat ton of research into it,
1: yeah. Either that or it's just a coincidence, but I suspect Which is, it's just I just department. found that really cynical, really. Like, but then I suppose that's yeah, that's just marketing, isn't it? Capitalism. why I
0: think um indie games are getting a lot more popular because the AAA developers, there's nowadays, I mean, you get the odd AAA game that is really quite good quality, like um. The recent one, God of War, that looks really good. Um, the one with the Norse bit. Um, yeah, that that's a period is a lot of praise for.
1: Mm.
0: Um, and you get a few others that are
1: quite good. See... I didn't mind so much with World of Warcraft. Um, I know there's a subscription thing which kind of pissed me off, but there are a lot of other microtransactions available in that way. You can buy limited edition pets and stuff like that, but they're not necessary to progress in the game or to enjoy the game. They're just like sort of extra frills that if mm. you've got money to throw away, you can get them, you know. Um, but a necessary expense is is this, the monthly service subscription. Which when you've already paid forty quid for the latest expansion pack is a bit of a piss tank. Yeah,
0: quickly look something me up. How much? This is terrible Google searching.
1: Off of <laughs>
0: Shut up. Here we go. Uh Frag Fraghero dot com. Uh you won't believe how much money um, But apparently uh GTA 5 it had quite a big budget, over 250 million, it's saying here in dollars, and that they made back in pre-orders. But I'm trying to find out how much they made in microtransactions because, Yeah. Uh, uh, in microtransactions they've made 500 million dollars. And
1: when was this post? In,
0: uh, this made. was made in. Trying to find out.
1: Would be at the bottom. I should put the date on these articles.
0: <laughs> yeah, usually they have like a writer and a date, but I don't know. But yeah, uh whenever this was made uh five hundred million dollars, which is a lot of money in uh magnet. And uh Yeah, it's bizarre.
1: But then hopefully that won't and just find it- the pockets of the creators, it'll help them develop GTA six.
0: Or Red Dead Two, but um, Mm. yeah, that really annoys me because I think GTA Five is probably my favourite game. But that's mainly because of the single player, which features no necessary microtransactions. You can get extra money in there, but you really don't use the money for much other than like buying big properties, and then you can get that in like heists and stuff and investment in the stock market. But in GTA Online, just the amount that they try and squeeze you for money, because the the actual missions are you have to grind to get anywhere. Yeah. Do you know what grinding is? Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, um well, I don't know, what's the difference between grinding and farming?
0: Uh grind basically you have to play the missions over and over again to get a decent amount of money. Right. So you just find the sort of most, you find the quickest money for how much, you find the quickest mission for how much money you're going to get. And then just play that over and over again. There's a few other things. If you want to get anywhere there. But that's not fun. So Yeah,
1: you're just repeating.
0: Yeah. And a lot of it's just aimed at getting you to buy, well, now like yachts and your own business and your apartment sort of thing. Ridiculous amount of stuff that's just extra stuff to pay money for. Mm. Um, And then... Because one of the things that you can do in single player is invest money in the stock market, which sometimes has a good return, depending on how you invest it. But I noticed when I was in GTA Online that I don't think that's actually an option. Wonder why... So it got to a point where like loads of hackers were like, "Oh yeah, let's just hack in the money."
1: Well, the other thing, and is, then well, they got banned. I mean, it's like the whole cryptocurrency thing, isn't it? It's like it, essentially, if you're doing that, why bother doing it in a game? You know, if you're buying a virtual currency to invest in a stock market in a virtual world, you might as well just use the money in the first place to invest in the real stock market. Well,
0: if you were buying, <laughs> you probably wouldn't invest it. Yeah. Hang on. I could All of these new websites are filled with ridiculous ads and if it surrounds the whole thing, I accidentally click
1: on it often. (laughs) I swear that's done on purpose. I hate it when the page leaps just as you're about to click on something as well.
0: Yeah. But yeah, that just pisses me off. And I think that's more a symptom of the people at the head of the company that don't really care about the actual game rather than the people writing it and producing it Mm. who are more like in Rockstar... From what I can tell, take two is more the money grabbing thing because, um, like a year ago or something, uh, there was a bunch of, uh, well, GTA 5 was released for PC a while back now, I think 2015, actually. But eventually, some mods stopped, uh, started appearing, mm. and th- they were going away for a while, and some really good mods were being made, and, uh, until last year. I think it was last year. I can't remember.
1: Should you explain what a mod is in case anyone uh, who doesn't
0: Basically, yeah. uh, changing parts of the game's code whilst keeping the game actually... Basically, it's something that you can install to change how the game works in a certain way.
1: Another thing to look up on YouTube for an example is the Skyrim mods. Some of them are quite funny, aren't they? Uh,
0: yeah, there's one in there that can change all the dragons into... Uh, Thomas Tank Engine characters. <laughs> Which is quite nice. <laughs> and whenever it uh, roars, I think it does a little whistle. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, modders have a sense of humour. Yeah. Uh, basically, w- one of the main people that uh, funded or helped with a lot of the modders, or did a lot of the mods himself, uh, I can't remember his name. I, sh- I should probably just Google this. Um, Rockstar... Mod ban, yeah, it'll be in here somewhere. It's returned now. The modding in GTA, yeah, uh, Open 4, which was Ooh. A, a tool to create mods, that's interesting, was taken down a while back,
1: yeah. But then it says, um, the fan reaction was fast and blistering,
0: yeah, pretty much <laughs> says like a week or two after. Before it, the reviews for it on Steam were overwhelmingly positive. Yeah. And pretty soon they got to mixed, and then I think it actually might have gotten to overwhelmingly negative.
1: 77,000 people signed an online petition demanding the tool be restored. So they did. Yeah. Because that's where the money comes from. (laughs) You don't want to piss the fans off, do you? (laughs) Well,
0: I mean, whales will always... Do you know what a whale is in microtransactions? Uh no basically i'm assuming someone rich or someone who is very irresponsible who buy the fuck ton of microtransactions mm. and then like it can be upwards of a thousand pounds when yeah. they're doing this mm. those sorts of people that just spend lots on it i don't have the thingy for this but um i think it was in one of the podcasts a nerd cube thingy with um his pr guy and many a true nerd uh in one of those they said about uh the top games on itunes i think it was game of war is uh i think it's called game of war fire age something like that is one of the most popular games on there and the average amount someone spent on microtransactions there was 500 average yeah (laughs) that is jesus
1: Whales are a big part in that. Yeah, you know a lot of the smaller things. I suppose rich people—that's per person. Rich people must have gaming downtime as
0: well. (laughs) Yeah, a lot, especially if they don't actually do anything. But Mm. mm. so yeah, it really pisses me off when uh, the big AAA games introduce microtransactions to these paid-for games. Because it's it's just the people at the top being really greedy. I mean, they're probably already millionaires, mm. and they make millions off the actual sales, but they still just want more. Yeah, it's bizarre.
1: Capitalism.
0: Yeah, it's quite sad, but you are know, getting a few people who are slightly better with that. I think um, Square Enix, I think, are pretty all right with that. They don't tend to do microtransactions from what I've seen.
1: Mm. I'm not sure if I particularly... Uh, dabb- dabbled with The Sims for a while. I'm not sure about that kind of game. I can't, You're I, I making kind of it sound it. like a drug. <laughs> Did they do microtransactions? Uh, well... They not. have expansion packs, don't they? Yeah.
0: Only really that, but also like with Sims 4, there's a lot of like item packs that
1: you can get. That I did notice. I mean, um, humble bundle, which is a really good place for getting discounted games. I did notice one of the ones that they gave a that gave away. Not sure if it was part of their monthly subscription thing because you get a certain number a a month. Um, but they basically they were giving away the base pack for for this game. Can't remember what game it was. Um, But then when you go and look at it, it's like there's two massive expansion packs that are about 40 quid each that you can get as well. So they're obviously hoping that that's just going to get people into the game enough to get them to buy the expansion packs. But I I suppose that's what the expansion pack are for, isn't it? As long as you can still get a decent game experience from the base game, then... Yeah, but I think with uh, the sort of
0: free-to-play games, you can't get a decent experience from the base game after a certain amount of time. Yeah. Without paying money.
1: So they must calculate exactly how much they need to allow you to play for free so that you can get hooked. Well, it's
0: like in a sort of tutorial, they'll say, oh, uh, well, for example, the Simpsons tapped out. It's like, oh, for the first few quests, you get free donuts. Donuts are the sort of expensive currency. Yeah. Uh, You get free donuts for this quest and... If you cut down this bush, you get three donuts. Mm. And then, soon after that, it's like, okay, no more donuts for you, and everything costs donuts.
1: Yeah. So, it's, it's ridiculous. But those kind of games aren't really targeted at gamers, are they? They're...
0: Well, people that do play those games are technically gamers. They're not yeah,
1: like, but they're not like... They're casual gamers. Yeah. Filthy fucking
0: casuals. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry that's where a thing that in gaming. From? Is it? <laughs> Apparently, I just
1: occasionally watch a video where they just say filthy casuals. <laughs> it kind of reminds me of 90s era um people that used to wear tracksuits and go take part in football riots and stuff Isn't like that. Not No, nah, not really. There were cas- casuals around about that time, I think. Okay. Chavs and Neds are more recent than Casuals. (laughs) I still have no idea. Games industry. Yeah. Uh, We are slightly... I suppose in a a certain Uh, way. I was about to talk then, Uh, if you'll allow me. Fine, go ahead. I suppose in a certain way, you could say we're a part of the games industry now.
0: We do part in it. Well, I
1: have been for...
0: Not years. just as a
1: consumer, though. Yeah, I suppose. We we are kind but, uh, of promoters really, aren't we? In a, in a sense, me more because I'm a reviewer, but... Me more? Was that not Sheldon's mum's name? Jesus. Sorry. <laughs> Would you like to
0: finish or are you just... Well, you were about to say something when yeah. I stopped
1: you rudely interrupting.
0: Okay. You rudely interrupted my rude interruption. <laughs> That's what i'm here for <laughs> anyway Please uh, go ahead. i'm going to quickly talk about uh consoles well ps uh, hang on no pc is generally regarded to be much better i mean for me my ps4 is more capable of, you'd
1: have to spend a lot of money though to get yeah. one that's decent enough to compete yeah. but um with the ps4 versus
0: um xbox and i guess slightly The Nintendo stuff, but uh, there's quite an interesting thing happening there because I generally prefer PlayStation, uh, mainly because that's what I got first and I'm used to the controls, but also historically,
1: there's been quite a rivalry between the two systems, isn't there?
0: Yeah, but also when I look at it more
1: objectively, they're quite similar. And in my console days, I was Nintendo, um. When well, I did. Well, it was Mario stuff Nintendo movie.
0: versus Sega, then, wasn't it? Yeah,
1: no. pretty much. Yeah, yeah Sega either, pretty much dropped out of the race. You were either Sonic or Mario. Well, they went into software production, didn't they? they? They, I don't know what their what their output is now, but they changed from the console market to the software market. Yeah,
0: with Sega, I think they've kind of gone a bit funny, but yeah. I don't know. They're only occasionally releasing a Sonic game from Get in the Game now, I think, but. I don't know. I occasionally see that load of sports in there.
1: Sorry, (laughs) getting my memes mixed up. Okay,
0: Um, but yeah, generally when I look at that, I'm sort of like, uh, well, they have similar performances. I mean, and then the things that are exclusive on Xbox are usually able to be found on PC. But for console exclusives, generally, you'll find more stuff for PlayStation since
1: Sony does more development itself. Sony as a like, company tend to be more um kind of uh geared towards keeping products in house, don't they? Like yeah. so certainly musically they've been they've well, been I think quite because M- Microsoft, Microsoft
0: owns Xbox. Yeah. So they're gonna put stuff on PC because they own Windows too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's a thing that Windows does that's like games for Windows Live, but I don't think anyone uses it. I, don't <laughs> <know>. <laughs> I haven't heard about it for. Do years. tell us if
1: you do. Yeah.
0: Um, It's like Bing. <laughs>
1: <sighs> Bing pisses me off. Like that Microsoft Edge as well. It's like, I don't want a fucking browser that takes up my whole screen, whether I want it to or not. Just let me use what I want and stop trying to foist stuff on me. Their latest updates put, I don't know what this is on my screen here, and there's extra alerts have started coming up. And, and it's, it's. a task. View. No, this thing here, it's. What? Click on that task view. Yeah,
0: I like, do. It's so that you can move I'm taking that the off. Things.
1: Yeah, but. I I know how to move between. I don't need to know what I was doing yesterday. Okay. Nice. <laughs> All right, carry on.
0: It's for navigation, I think. Yeah. But
1: you can take that off
0: and it doesn't yeah. cost you anything.
1: Why did they take the control panel out of the main start menu as well? I've had to put that... Yeah, that annoys into. That's me. really buried deep down unless you modify it yourself. Because I, I have like Bluetooth headphones, I have
0: to click on the thingy here and then click Bluetooth to do it. But r- it's also it like Rather they're treating the consumer like
1: idiots, they're like they need everything set up for them, you know.
0: Or anything else, I would have to go through this whole thing and find it here.
1: Having said that, I oh, mean it's, it's a here pain for in you. the Yeah, because I've put it there. Oh right. I've I've dragged it out into the Okay, well, yeah, well, on mine, I haven't really I suppose the logic much. behind that is sound in that if you know what anyway, you're doing, you can make it. Anyway,
0: I was talking about Xbox versus PS4.
1: Yeah, it's a conversation. It's yeah, a two-way so thing. Sorry,
0: but... <laughs> uh, recently, one of the arguments I have heard for the Xbox that isn't just, oh, well, there's more people there from my friends because that doesn't entice me at all. I don't care about people. <laughs> Not in that... that Don't take that out of context, but I don't care about playing with people I know because most of them are dicks in real life. You
1: just like playing with people you don't know.
0: They're more of a dick (laughs) online than in real life, probably. So... And that's saying something with my friends.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You have friends?
0: Apparently. (laughs) Uh, Anyway. (laughs) Yeah, one of the arguments I've heard for Xbox is that uh, they're now doing... Not just backwards compatibility, but uh, enhancements with backwards compatibility. This was in No Cube video where he recommends the Xbox One, uh, mm. uh, an old game on the PS2 SSX. Not to be confused with the reboot. That annoys me when I think I played that. Yeah, so the snowboarding. You one? played SSX Tricky, it is a yeah. snowboarding one. They've basically done backwards compatibility with that but also made it run a lot smoother
1: and have better graphics mm-hmm. um, who was it uh, is it Blizzard Battle that would do it that did something similar with I think I don't know if they did it they certainly did it with Starcraft they did a HD re-release of stuff
0: well they do that a lot I think because those are sort of online games, MMOs have I don't know how much Blizzard does this but sort of like weekly updates, I know Star Trek Online does that mm. or patches, general that sort of stuff Yeah. Um. so is there anything else? I suspect there's an awful lot else but but yeah, um, with that um, backwards compatibility thing, I was thinking, yeah, but with a lot of the stuff that I would want backwards compat- compatibility for, I've already got. So I'd have to pay the price for that game on Xbox. Mm. And also the price for the Xbox itself, which is just far too much. And I'd prefer to be able to pay for the actual better m- off new just games. Getting new games, yeah. Because, like... PlayStation's got Uncharted Four, which I quite like.
1: That are actually developed to take advantage of the new console's capabilities. Yeah. Um and like I say, God of War, that's a
0: PlayStation exclusive. Little Big Planet Three, which we played. Mm. PlayStation exclusive. No all the little Big Planet games actually. Uh Bloodborne, which we will play at some point. Is a PS4 exclusive, I believe. There's a lot of exclusives there, and I just don't see Xbox offering much that isn't much that I'm interested in that isn't already on PC. Yeah. So, uh, uh, what was I going to say? Hang on, I'm working out how my brain works.
1: You were just saying before we finished.
0: No, just no. <laughs> there was something else I wanted to talk about. Um, I've completely lost it. Um,
1: <laughs> that's not... quote of the year. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, what do you think... This isn't it, but what do you think <laughs> the future of games is...
1: I, I really don't know but are you asking what I would like the future of games to be
0: yeah well generally you're a consumer so it might go that way a bit
1: I would like to see virtual reality developed so that it's more user friendly in what way? And let's face it we're talking about a holodeck aren't we <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> that, that would be fun but I don't know
1: um, requires a lot of space. Speaking of which, I mean, it's not, it's kind of related, but the technology's always been driven forward. Uh, there was a, some of the, uh, there's an excellent podcast I listened to, the After Dark Network. They were talking about um, new film releases coming out and, and the success of Avengers Infinity War um, as compared to other things and how it's going to challenge Avatar and stuff. But the thing, Avatar 2 is going to be coming out and the, the, Thing I it was already out. No, the, I it was out years ago. Avatar 2. I too. swear that was a thing.
0: No, maybe it was some knockoff. I don't know.
1: But the point was, the reason it did so well originally was because of the it, the 3D aspect. That was the gimmick, Um and it, it was just emerging then, and it was I done have, so well. Um, but he's he's actually de- trying to develop for the second one. He's trying to develop a glasses-free 3D, so that. All uh,
0: slightly on the topic of movies and
1: games. Mm. Uh, we did
0: say briefly about um, uh, games being made into movies. Yeah. Uh, how much do you think that sort of works? Because you're not really a gamer, so you don't know the original stories there
1: usually. Unless I've... it's something like um, I've not really. I don't know. I'm trying to think. I've not really enjoyed them that much. Yeah, um, There was the Hitman. That was from a game, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, I didn't see that.
1: No, I saw that. It, it didn't really do much for me. I yeah,
0: mean, I think a lot, of, a lot of them just don't. They seem don't seem to, to have much storyline. Well, because games are a, can do story a very different way in a much longer format. Yeah, yeah. But a film has to be like roughly around two hours for people mm. to actually want to... Go see it in cinemas. Yeah. Like um, GTA Five, if you look online for like full playthroughs, like in a movie style, they're about seven hours long. Yeah, and those are probably with a lot of edits mm. and with no failures there. But yeah, it, and I was thinking uh, GTA Four too. Uh, not four two, but. Uh, the story in that was massively dragged out. From, it, it seemed like you were just doing a very similar thing over and over again, but in a slightly different way. I mean, I didn't. I, I enjoyed the overall story, but with how long the it took? it Super to Mario know,
1: Brothers film was that that was bombed as well, didn't it? That was
0: crap. Yeah, I. That's actually a meme. Of how <laughs> crap that is. Um, so no, I, I think actually I'm, I'm going to look this up because I think I remember the Goombas looked like really stupid in it, or were changed to be something completely different.
1: I think in both directions. I think like, what be- is that? What the fuck <laughs> is that? Goomba. Yeah, that's just wrong, isn't it? Um, I think in both directions, it only really works if you if you're not trying to recreate the game. What?
0: What? Who thinks a Goomba looks like that? Look this up if you want to, but
1: that's... Yeah, Goomba Mario movie. Mm. It's creepy. I think things tend to... Like Wreck-It Ralph, that kind of thing. They take the aspects of certain video games and feature them as part of a movie-type project instead of trying to recreate the game as a movie.
0: Well, there are some things that could be, like, much more interesting with their concepts. Yeah. If they just focused... I mean, with that Assassin's Creed one, most of it was in the present day. By finding the actual Assassin's Creed games, the past is the only fun part. Mm. Like, the future bit is just a bit of bollocks that you have to sit through, because the future plot gets really stupid. Mm-hmm. And you can't skip it, which annoys me. (laughs) I'm only interested in the past part. Yeah. Because that's the fun bit where you get to run around as a pirate or in Renaissance Italy, you don't want to be fucking around in the present day. It's stupid. Mm. Having said that, I mean, seeing... And in the Assassin's Creed movie, there were like two scenes in the past, as far as I can tell.
1: Uh, Having said that, uh, having seen your reviews, your um, series uh, videos on Uncharted, I think it could potentially make a really good film, but it would have to be done well. And I suppose it's whether or not a film is done well, you know. You do get some
0: uh,
1: quite cinematic
0: games like the more recent Tomb Raider. Tomb Raider. it's just reads in a tomb. Well, there's whole sections tomb Raider, of
1: reboots Last of Us game that are very cinematic and very yeah, mature content. Emotional uh, content.
0: There's a fair few cinematic games, but they're quite long.
1: Yeah. Which just doesn't work for movies. Mm. But for some reason... But how much of that is interactive kind of fighting that and stuff that, that could be condensed in a yeah.
0: movie? I was actually... This is not going to make much sense for podcast people, but... um. When I edit those Uncharted things, I noticed that, well, for a few of them, I mean, my general idea was do two chapters per episode, but that falls apart where there's a chapter with a lot of stealth sections because I take a while to get through those, Mm. even if I don't fuck it up that much. Yeah. So those sections end up being dragged out more. But if you cut out a lot of the fighting, which you could do...
1: Because I do find that annoying. It depends how well it's done it. If I'm watching a film, I sometimes... I mean, it's like... Um, I can't remember which one it was. It was one of the Superman remakes. Uh, but I, I Man just... Man of Steel. Could have been. I the just one where they so boring because every 15 minutes, it just like broke out into another fight. And yeah, it was but- like, oh, right, here we go. Another fight scene for 10 minutes. And then a little bit of plot. And then another fight starts. And you're just like, God's sake. That, but um, Avengers do that really well.
0: The Tomb Raider film was alright, I think. The plot yeah, in that was yeah.
1: much better than the one in the game, actually. But you, you didn't, you haven't seen the original Tomb Raider film, have you? With um, Lara Croft?
0: No, I watched like the first couple of minutes, I think, and then you're know, a bit bored. <laughs> uh, but that I won't spoil it. I tell you, I might slightly. It's been out. Okay, while. spoiler alert for. The Tomb Raider film and slightly the Tomb Raider game. Uh, the Tomb Raider game has a... St- it's basically about the Japanese queen. Right. Himiko, I think. For that, I mean, there's like whole sections of plot that were missed out in the movie. I was like, but this character, that was a really important emotional moment in the g- game. I was mm. like, okay, well, that's skipped, But it still worked, I think. Yeah. I mean, you never meet her father in the game. He's dead from... He doesn't even go to the island, I don't think, in the game. Mm. And
1: I don't really remember the film. That
0: you were in a <laughs> massive boat with a lot of crew, not just one guy who was a bit drunk. Yeah. Uh, but the, the conclusion with it is, like, uh, the guy's part of a cult that wants to sacrifice your best friend as the vessel for this person, mm. for the Himiko, and become the queen Again, and that's the only way they'll get off the island. Just quickly, how do you think that impacts the view of games? The view? Whose or, view? Or, well, people that don't play them. It probably doesn't much.
1: do much for the uh, for the people that go to see a film. To, it doesn't do much to entice them to play a game. But then, who are these films made for? Are they made for the gamers? I don't think it works, because they're not good enough films to entice people into the games sector and they're going to be a disappointment to the gamers who want it to be as good as the game.
0: A few of them work, I think. Yeah, But a few of them just don't really land. Mm. Because they're kind of trying to strike that balance between the actual gaming fans and people who aren't gamers. Yeah, Which is quite a difficult one to strike and it just kind of goes a bit off. Mm. And that Jumanji one was good, but that was a Yeah, but that a wasn't a game. It was, well, <laughs> the, it was a reboot of the original movie, but it was based on the game, which was a tie-in of the movie. Yeah, the, the movie came first. And I played that game, it and it's quite good. It's like a party game thing. All
1: right, cool.
0: I mean, it's nothing like the game. It's completely different, but, yeah. <laughs> they sort of introduced it as an actual video game rather than a board game. I like Zathura as well. Anyway, we should probably be wrapping up because we've been yeah. recording for quite a bit. Mm. I've been Firebolt. I've been the Orbiter. And this has been Breaking Box, episode 12, of The Games Industry.
1: Bye. Bye.
0: Thanks for listening. We'd really appreciate if you support us on various things, obviously subscribing on YouTube, Twitch, following us on Twitter or Facebook. We have a Discord server that you can join and talk to us and other
1: people, and a website where you can check out blog posts. And obviously this isn't free for us to run, so if you'd like to support us financially, we have a Patreon page where you can donate monthly and get subscriber rewards. We also have a Stream Elements tipping page where you can make one-off donations. The links are all in the description. Farewell. See you next time. plus sales tax and activation fee. Not valid for current T-Mobile network numbers or numbers active on Metro in past 90 days. See store for details and terms and conditions.